Welcome to another edition of Logical, the UAE's first legal podcast, coming to you courtesy the Dubai-based law firm HPL, Yamalava and Plethka. My name is Tim Elliott, uh, socially distanced as always these days at Dubai's JLT, Jamira Lakes Towers, high up at the firm's offices. As ever, I'm with the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalava. Great to see you. Great to see you too, Tim. In this edition of Logical, we're considering, and I hope in as methodical a fashion as possible, the recent changes to the UAE's companies law. And there is a lot to consider. Now, Ludmilla, amendments to the UAE companies law, federal law number two of 2015, were made by virtue of federal decree law number 26 of 2020, published in September of last year. There's much to get through. And this is a decree that either amends or repeals over 50 articles in the company's law. In other words, there have been quite a few changes. However, before we begin, it's worth pointing out that most of the amendments have been in effect since January the 2nd this year. However, provisions relating to changes in foreign ownership are in effect as of March the 30th, 2021. In addition, the decree provides a transition period of a year until January the 2nd, 2022 for companies to make the necessary changes to their practices. I believe that's the case uh, as we talk today. Yes, indeed. You've uh, very succinctly summarized all the, re- all the relevant regulations, or almost, uh, related to the changes in the company's laws. And these changes are quite uh, fundamental, uh, groundbreaking, uh, but at the same time, quite welcome, uh, welcomed, uh, if not or long overdue. Yeah. Uh, so the decree that you're referring to is, uh, is decree law number 26 of 2020, which in fact was actually published or uh, signed or issued in September of 2020. Uh, but most of the provisions related to companies' laws uh, came into effect uh, in uh, on January 2nd of yeah. 2021. With the exception of a few other specific provisions, which uh, uh, which are, are have been or have a longer grace period, such as the ownership in um, local companies in particular, uh, which is supposed to come into effect as per the law on March thirty first of twenty twenty one, and uh, as you rightfully pointed out. There are a massive, massive changes and quite a large number of changes uh, in terms of provisions in the company's laws um, that are being affected by this particular decree. And so, uh, yes, there are about 50 different provisions in the company's law that was uh, federal law number two of 2015 um, that was amended by the recent decree. Uh, obviously, we cannot talk about all 50 provisions in um, this particular podcast, but uh, there are a few specific uh, changes that perhaps affect most of the businesses and are of most interest to the general public uh, that we will try to succinctly summarize in this particular uh, in, in this particular podcast. Well, let's see if we can cover the most relevant and or I, I guess significant uh, amendments. And let's start with local partnerships. What's changed there? Yes, local partnerships in the past, and that's under Article 10, uh, which has been significantly amended, uh, perhaps not in verbiage so much or in number of words, but in, in its effect. So it's Article 10 previously had a requirement that any local partnerships had to be owned at least 51% by UAE national. Uh, now that requirement of a UAE national is no more. Uh, and the article now says uh, that basically anyone can own a local 
local partnership. Uh, so therefore, the, uh, the I guess the conclusion is that it can be 100% owned uh, by non-locals or, or foreigners, uh, which is obviously a, a groundbreaking development. Um, there are so that's the default rule, and that's the overarching uh, approach now of uh, these fifty-one percent by UAE national. Uh, now that requirement of a UAE national is no more, uh, and the article now says uh, that basically anyone can own a local partnership. Uh, so therefore, the, uh, the I guess the conclusion is that it can be one hundred percent owned uh, by non-locals or, or foreigners. Uh, which is obviously a, a groundbreaking development. Um, there are so that's the default rule, and that's the overarching uh, approach now of uh, this. The company's laws is that businesses can be owned by foreigners, unless, unless, and there could be some exceptions. And the exceptions are so the overall prem- premise or the overarching premise is that yes business can be owned by foreigners to whatever extent without any requirement of a local partner uh, unless they are of strategic significance uh, to or a strategic impact to the UAE now with regards to what constitutes strategic impact we do not at present yet know that uh, what those activities will be there will be as per the law there will be a committee formed that will determine activities that have strategic impact to the UE economy, one and two, uh, what that um, uh, uh, what with regards to those strategic impact activities, what percentage uh, of UE national ownership will be required? Uh, so there's no, it's not, there's not necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily evident that it uh, will be 51%. It could be 10%, it could be 5%. That for certain activities, there will still be a requirement of a local uh, ownership. Uh, and then once the committee uh, proposes this list, it will ultimately be uh, confirmed or verified and then published through the ministerial decision. So the list of all the strategic activities. So as of today and you know, March, uh, in March 2021, uh, the, uh, we have yet to, he- to hear whether the committee uh, has um, has been formed. I guess we can presume that it has, but we have not heard of any draft list of activities. But I will tell you uh, that in the past, and as part of the amendments to this particular law as well as the decree, there was another law that came in between uh, between the uh, the company's law that was introduced in 2015 and this current decree of 2020. And there was another set of laws, which is referred to as FDI laws or f- uh, f- uh, foreign direct investment laws. Mm. And as per those, um, uh, th- those uh, laws, because there were a few of them, uh, in relevant terms, there were, there was a, a list of activities. Uh, there was a positive list and negative list, so to speak, of activities that was published uh, with regards to uh, and with regards to the exceptions of activities that were at the time allowed to be owned 100% by foreign investors. Uh, so as per that FDI law, and this is important to highlight because there's been a lot of misunderstanding, uh, the company's law and the requirement of 51% ownership remained, and that was the default approach and the default uh, law. Uh, and the exception was unless it's of a, a specific uh, specific activity that is on the positive list that does not require 
uh, does not require a local ownership. So it was more of an exception. Now it's the it's the rule, and the exception is a strategic importance activity. But as part of this FDI uh, list, there were some lists that published uh, that were so-called the, the negative list that outlined some of the activities which will still, uh, in one way or another, require or carry with them a requirement of local ownership to one extent or another. So if we were to extrapolate from that positive, from, from that list, the FDI list, some uh, we can perhaps uh, reasonably at least um, speculate that some of the activities from that list may be the activities that the new committee will add to its list as part of a strategic importance list. And just by way of a few examples, at the time there were 13 different categories of activities, but some of these categories are, for example, petroleum materials, anything related to security or military sectors, uh, banking and financial activities, insurance, uh, water and electricity, uh, fisheries, uh, telecommunication services, land and transport services, and the uh, commercial agent services, and uh, a few other. Uh, so perhaps we can. This can be our guiding. Um, uh, data point for now in terms of what we can expect for this committee uh, to uh, to include on its list in terms of the activities of activities of strategic importance or strategic significance that will carry with them the requirement of having local ownership uh, to some extent. But uh, as part of, which is important while we're talking about this FDI law and the, the positive and the negative list, it's important to highlight that one of the other changes of this latest decree, uh, and this is again decree law number 26 of 2020, was um, under Article 3 of this decree that the FDI law has been specifically repealed. And this is important to highlight uh, because there is still a lot of uh, there's um, a lot of assumptions, presumptions that um, that the activities that are exempt from the ownership requirement, uh, local ownership requirement, are those that are on this positive list. But this specific decree, the latest decree, specifically repeals uh, the previous FDI list. So in legal terms, that list is no longer effective. I was only using it in the for the purpose of this discussion as perhaps some of the activities that we may speculate or may anticipate to see on the um, list of the committee uh, for activities that are considered to be strategic significance. But right now, that list is no more. Uh, and in legal terms, it cannot, can no longer be relied on. In practical terms, it remains to be seen how prepared the authorities are to um, to start opening up companies uh, without the requirement of a local agent or a local sponsor, uh, uh, and um, and kind of away from this FDI positive list. Uh, so um, so those are those are some of the other changes. And then another change was as well under Article Three of this decree is the uh, the removal of requirement of a local agent. I was going to ask you about that because that interested me. That, that's, a, a, again, another major change. Indeed, because in the past, there are a lot of companies that could be set up uh, by, uh, by foreigners uh, and fully owned by foreign interests. Uh, but there was always a requirement of having a local agent uh, that was listed in the trade license. Now, a local agent was not a shareholder and was not really an officer of the company, but it was kind of a nominal figure that was listed in the license for the purposes of at least uh, serving service of process and um, perhaps contact details. But it was a concept that wasn't really uh, very, it was, perhaps was not really um, uh, very applicable to today's uh, day and age. And it was more of an 
outdated um, concept that wasn't of much uh, utility, if you will. So now that requirement of local agent has now been uh, has now been lifted or removed. So therefore, for example, if you have a foreign branch uh, or a foreign company that set up a branch here in the past, they would have had a requirement of a local agent. Now they do not. Um, so that too has been lifted. In other changes, Ludmilla, when it comes to public joint stock companies, there's no longer a requirement for chairman uh, and boards of directors in public companies to be nationals of the United Arab Emirates, is there? Indeed. And that's another notable change uh, to the company's laws. And this was done by Article 151 of the decree that specifically removed the requirement uh, for a chairman or for the board in publicly uh, in public joint stock companies uh, to be a, a UAE national. Uh, so once again, it's uh, perhaps sort of uh, we're moving in the, the direction of liberal, li- liberalizing the market mm. um, and giving companies and businesses the freedom to appoint whoever they uh, deem um, fit to appoint a- away from some other kind of formal requirements of uh, having certain nationalities be present on their boards. It's a major change, uh, but I guess the changes that's re- that really stands out uh, in the changes to the company's law is that the formation of LLCs has been amended, but been amended in a, a really major way. Yes, for sure. And uh, the LLCs is in some ways similar to the uh, to the partnerships that we talked about, local partnerships we talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, and so LLC stands for Limited Liability Company. And uh, historically, most of the businesses or a very large number of businesses in the UAE uh, that were set up on the mainland away from free zones were set up um, as LLC or Limited Liability Companies. Now, as for the previously existing laws, all Limited Liability companies uh, had to have at least 51% ownership by a UAE national, an individual or a UAE entity. And that was the minimum requirement and there was nothing you could do about it, although a lot of companies were set up on that basis with also the side agreements kind of moving away the control and um, authority of a local uh, owner. Um, by contract, but in legal terms, those contracts were never enforceable, and uh, the company was officially and formally owned at least 51% by a local sponsor. Now, this decree uh, introduced or amended that provision altogether, and that's Article 71, and it now states that any individual can own uh, a limited liability company. So before, there was a requirement of... Um, individual a local uh, national or an emirati national uh, owning 51% and now it, the language is quite broad it says any individual can own uh, so that's a significant change uh, on uh, furthermore of much interest maybe to some because it's a limited liability company limited liability company or LLC can be owned by a single shareholder so there's no requirement for it to be owned by at least you know, two partners for example uh, so these are quite significant changes and uh, perhaps uh, uh, some are still in disbelief in terms of what it means. Um, but I do want to highlight uh, that's quite important is this new law does come into effect as of, let's say, April 2020, uh, 2021, which is next month. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily automatically uh, apply to all the existing LLCs or partnerships. 
so it's not like all those LLCs that have been in existence that have had the local partner uh, only because of the requirement in the law and not uh, because or, or, or they're often called as, as silent partners. Uh, and not as an actual active partners, uh, those LLCs don't go away by virtue of this new resolution. Uh, so it's it, it this law really applies uh, prospectively and not retrospectively. So all those who uh, who are excited about this this new law need to kind of manage their expectations with regards to what they can do with their existing entities, because for for any existing entities to make amendments to their uh, to their shareholding structure or to their uh, management structure, they will require signatures uh, and consent of all the relevant parties, including the shareholders and uh, the board of directors and whoever other office holders and decision makers are uh, at the company. It's an important distinction uh, to make. Let's move on to dispute resolution, something you have uh, probably too much experience of in your role uh, as a lawyer here in the UAE. But what's changed in terms of dispute resolution? Yes, this was another change as part of these uh, 50 articles that have been changed. <laughs> there is now this Article 73 requires that all uh, companies must include in their memorandum, uh, memorandums of associations, or otherwise known as MOAs, uh, a very specific provision about dispute resolution, and that is where the partners want uh, for their disputes to be resolved. In the past, there was no such requirement at all. And in many ways and cases, there have been a lot of um, uh, kind of conflicting provisions and much confusion because of the absence of that uh, of the dispute resolution clause in the previous uh, company uh, company's law. Uh, and there are four companies' documents. So now there is a specific requirement uh, for companies ahead of time to agree, to decide and agree and spell out where they want their disputes to be resolved. Article 101 of the company's law has also been amended, and that relates specifically to share capital. What can you tell us? Um, yes, so Article 101 of the company's law... Uh, previously stated that the MOAs cannot be amended and the company's share capital cannot be changed unless with the approval of three-fourths of the partners. Now Article 101 states that if an increase in share capital is necessary to save the company from liquidation or settle its debts, for example, then a shareholder can seek an expedited order from the court to increase the share capital to the extent necessary. Uh, so if a shareholder fails to pay their obligations resulting from the share increase, another shareholder uh, can settle this payment on their behalf. And there are a number of shares shall be amended accordingly. So that is a, a new provision that did not exist in the past and ultimately gives owners of companies or, or uh, shareholders of companies more control over the business and over the company in the event one or another shareholder defaults on their obligations. The quorum for general assembly meetings has been reduced from 75% previously to 50% as per the amendment to Article 96. But what I thought was interesting here as well, there's a new clause and it allows for general assembly meetings to take place virtually. And the phrase is via modern technology means, which, of course, at a time like now is uh, extremely important. 
It's extremely important, but it's also extremely relevant and extremely necessary because, and that's Article 93, which definitely yes, specifically allows for general assemblies now to take place through digital means. And obviously that's uh, video conferences, Zoom, and so on and so forth. And this is quite interesting because in the past, a lot of these meetings were actually required to take place physically here in the UAE um, and where all the uh, all the uh, uh, stakeholders were present at the same time. And it's in many cases, it was impossible to, to do so. So therefore, the actual General Assemblies never took place. So now, uh, to, uh, keeping up with the modern technology and, and the sort of evolution of society in general, uh, these meetings will now, General Assemblies, will be uh, allowed to be conducted uh, through you know, much more flexible means, which is uh, a much welcome change, but not uh, unpredictable or unforeseen, given that most of the court hearings now and government authorities operate almost exclusively through the digital means, which is a lot more efficient for the society in general and a lot more economical for parties involved. Final point to uh, run over is Article 166 has been amended. Now, uh, just correct me if I'm wrong here once again, but am I right in saying that shareholders can now file court cases against a company, its board of directors, and also its executive management as well? Uh, yes, indeed. And that's also another example of how the, the adding or uh, affording companies more flexibility in terms of their uh, company management. Previously, Article 166 stated that uh, shareholders could only file a claim against the board if the company did not do so already. Now the shareholders have a lot more, uh, a lot more control and uh, immediate, I guess, timing, if you will, to file these cases when they deem necessary without all the previous formalities that existed for them to do so. That's another episode of Logical, hopefully examining in a methodical uh, fashion changes to some of the more pertinent and relevant sections of the company's law here in the United Arab Emirates. A legal expert, I put you through the mill uh, with that one. That's a lot of information, Ludmilla Yamalava, managing partner here at Yamalava and Plethka. Once again, thank you. Thank you. You were so well prepared. I was... Uh... I was pleasantly surprised and, <laughs> and impressed and much respect to you, Tim, for being so well informed. Oh, I'm trying. If you have a legal question you need answered uh, or would like answered in a future episode of Logical, you can get in touch. Uh, or if you'd like a consultation, you can get in touch as well uh, with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional. Very simple to get in touch with us. Head to lylawyers.com and click contact.